Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into some NFL as the divisional round is behind us and the NFC and AFC championships are upon us. We had a wild weekend last weekend with the Chiefs and Chad Henney surviving the Browns' attempt for a huge comeback against the defending Super Bowl champions. We had Tom Brady going into New Orleans and taking out Drew Brees, in which may be his last game as an NFL quarterback. We also had Aaron Rodgers taking care of business against Aaron Donald and the LA Rams defense. Lots to talk about in the NFL world. Lots of predictions to come. Lots of analysis from last weekend. And of course, we also have the Chicago Bulls with a heartbreaking loss last week against the Oklahoma City Thunder, blowing a 20-point lead, but now rebounding, winning two games in a row, including one against Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. So lots of Bulls talk to come. A little bit of ranting, but also some good thoughts on the Bulls' future in this year's NBA season. So I want to dive into the Kansas City Chiefs game on Sunday against the Browns. That was definitely the most entertaining game for me over the weekend. Anything is possible! That was a tweet made by Patrick Mahomes after the game. So Patrick Mahomes, middle of the second half, I'd say, gets a bad concussion. He goes down. Everyone's like, oh shit, Chiefs are fucked. Game over. But here comes Chad Henney. Now luckily for Chad Henney... He was given a lead. You know, they weren't losing. You know, they had a comfortable, you know, 10-point lead. And, or I, t- I think it was 12. I, th- I think it was 22-10. Then all of a sudden, things got a little dicey. You know, Chad Haney throws a pick. You know, after the Browns scored an unbelievable touchdown. So the Browns down by five points, have a chance to drive. But the Chiefs' defense stays strong. They get a stop. And then Chad Henney, you know, third and long, able to run Almost gets a first down, fourth and one at about midfield. You know, the Browns have no timeouts left, so they need to stop. Henny and Andy Reid decide to draw up a play. Throws it out to Tyree Kill for the first down. So on fourth and one, they go for it. They don't punt. They go for it. And not only do they go for it, they don't run the ball, which a lot of teams would. They throw it to the best receiver in football in Tyree Kill, get the first down, secure the Chiefs' dub. And that's where the tweet comes with anything is possible, made by by Mahomes in the locker room. Unbelievable come-together win by the Chiefs. It's why they're the champs. It's why Andy Reid is the GOAT. They have what it takes to win up. Mahomes leaves. They they put in Chad Henney, who's never thrown a playoff pass in his career, and they get it done. It wasn't pretty, but the playoffs aren't pretty. It's about winning ugly. And the Chiefs... They didn't play ugly football, but they didn't play normal Chiefs football. But the Cleveland Browns came to play. Give all the credit in the world into the 
the Browns staff, Stefanski, great coach. Mayfield had a hell of a game. Uh, the defense was very good for the Browns. You can only do so much against the Chiefs' offense, uh, but they held their own, and the and the Browns are in until the very end. You know, if they come up with the you know a drive before Henny takes over in the last drive, they probably win the game or at least have a chance. So credit to Cleveland, they gave it the raw, and they're heading in the right direction. You know, they're going to be around for a while. They have a young core with uh, Miles Garrett leading that defense, and then you know you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running the ball with Mayfield and Corbin. You have. Uh, you know, the guys to do it, you know, it just matters, will the Chiefs always be in your way? Uh, and that, and that's something that a lot of teams struggle with. You know, for instance, the Chicago Bulls back in the day, always running into LeBron James and whatever team he's on, whether it was the Miami Heat, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it just matters, is you know, if there's a superstar team in your, you know, your conference, you might just be out of luck. But the Browns will be competing. This won't be the last time they're in the playoffs. Uh, but ultimately... Chiefs too good, they're moving on, uh, and they're taking on the Bills. So that gets me into the next game. The Buffalo Bills destroying the Baltimore Ravens. I picked the Baltimore Ravens to win that game, as a lot of people did, and they got their shit wrecked. Baltimore did not score a touchdown. Lamar didn't look good again in the playoffs. And it's not just Lamar. It wasn't like he looked terrible, but nobody was producing. Their running game was bad. Their defense played all right uh, and then got sloppy towards the end. Ultimately, it's Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. It's their team. It's their show. They played awesome. They're the real deal. And you know what? They love it that nobody gives them any love because nobody was talking about the Bills making it this far. And here they are. They're in the AFC Championship against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's going to be a hell of a game. But before I get into that game, I just want to give credit again to the Bills. They, you know... It was a weird game. You know, it was close. Baltimore having a chance to maybe take the lead at the end of the game. But Buffalo with a pick six in the second half, ultimately sealing the game for the Bills. It was a group effort by the Bills. You know, they seem to love to play for each other. They love to play for their city and Bills Mafia. They have some sort of magic flowing this year. So it's going to be a tough game between the Bills and the Chiefs. I don't, you know, people are asking me, oh, who are you taking for that game? I'm going to have to roll with Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs, especially if he's playing. I can't, I can't bet against the Chiefs. You know, I'm fine with putting my money on the Chiefs, you know, and losing. You know, it's, if they lose, you know, who, who, who can get it done if the Chiefs can't? But I really, you know, in my heart, I'm rooting for the, the Bills. I mean, they're America, I think they're America's team right now. It's like, who wouldn't want the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl? But I can't on this podcast say right now that the Chiefs, are gonna beat the bill or are, are gonna lose to the Bills. I just I can't do it. So I'm taking the Chiefs in a real close game. I think it could come down to a game winning field goal, which oh god, I don't want Budker taking that field goal, but it might come down to that. So it's gonna be a hell of a game. Uh, hard to tell who's gonna win. My my heart's telling me Bills, but you know, my gut's telling me the Chiefs. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs this weekend. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's the GOAT. I took Tampa Bay plus three and a half. I also sprinkled a little bit on the money line, and I'm happy I did so. They went to New Orleans and showed the world that the Bucs have something to say, and they have been one of the hottest teams in football. You know, they were mediocre during the year. They lost to the Saints twice in the regular season. So I knew no way Tom Brady is losing to a team three times 
in a row. And that and that's and that's exactly what happened. They Drew Brees, you know, I it's time for him to retire. He was looking not not like his normal Drew Brees self. You know, he doesn't have the arm strength anymore. That's real. You know, his strength isn't there. And they just look sloppy. You know, they look sloppy against the Bears. You know, they were good enough to beat the Bears. I mean, anybody would have been good enough to beat the Bears last week. But it was ultimately Tom Brady looking like his goat self. You know, you got guys like Mike Evans, Goblin, Antonio Brown. I mean, they have weapons. And their defense also came to play. They had about three or four interceptions on Sunday. If you're the, the Saints, you can't give up, you know, those type of plays to a Buccaneers team that thrive on, you know, big plays like that. Give credit to Bruce Arians. You know, he's had some questionable coaching moments this year, but ultimately, you know, he's got it together. He's in the NFC Championship game, taking on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, the Packers on Saturday, taking care of business against the Rams. No way the Rams are, go- are marching into Lambeau and taking that one. It was close, you know, for a half, but ultimately it was Green Bay in control the whole game. Aaron Rodgers looking like himself. Aaron Jones having a hell of a game. Devontae Adams doing his usual first touchdown dance. I mean, if you were to bet first touchdown, Devontae Adams, every game this year, you'd make a huge profit. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have chemistry like I've never seen. And that's going to be a hell of a game between the Packers and the Buccaneers. Now, in this matchup here, I'm rolling with the Packers. You know what? I want to see a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. I've been talking about it. That'd be the best matchup. Yes, a lot of people are riding the, the Bills-Bucks trade. Yeah, that's a sexy uh, matchup right there, you know, based on the fact that, yeah, if you bet both those games, you're going to make good money. But the Packers are better than the Buccaneers. The Chiefs are better by the Bills by a little bit. It's I think it's going to be a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl. I think we're destined to see that. And for the fans' aspect, you know what? For the Super Bowl, any team that's in there, you know, it's going to be a fun game. But the Packers-Chiefs is what we want. That is a pick game, in my opinion. Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes. Who do you take there? Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I'm already, you know, Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. That's going to be a hell of a game. As fun as the story has been for Tom Brady leading his team to the NFC Championship, especially for himself, changing teams and still having the same success. He's obviously the GOAT. No debate there. But Aaron Rodgers is having a special season this year. And going into Lambeau, if he's on, the Packers are unstoppable. It's hard for me to see the Buccaneers going into New Orleans, getting a win, and then going into Lambeau and getting another win. That's such that's such a tough task to ask. It's going to be a hell of a game. It's only a three and a half point spread, but I'm taking the Packers. I'm probably you know I'm thinking about this weekend taking a Packers Chiefs parlay. You know that's pretty good payout. Uh, just doing some research on that. So that, that's gonna be my pick: Packers Chiefs parlay. To get the Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl I want. That's the Super Bowl America needs. So I want to talk Bulls right now. Bulls have had a roller coaster of a season. They're 6-8 right now. But it's a positive 6-8. They've had some lows. And when I mean some lows, they've had some real lows. They had that one buzzer beater loss to Damian Lee and the Warriors. That hurt. You know, still, still looking for our first win of the season. Sh- should have had that one. But the next win that, or the next loss that really hurts was the loss that happened last Friday against Oklahoma City Thunder. The Bulls, I was going to save this for my Riddles rant of the week, uh, but I it just can't wait. It can't wait. It has to be talked about right now on the podcast. The Bulls up by 22 points in this game, looking like a lock. The, the Thunder came back in the game, but the Bulls held their own. They had 
a 10-point lead with two minutes left. 10 points. If you're in the NBA and you can't keep a 10-point lead together versus the worst team, one of the worst worst teams in the league, he had some issues. So when this happened, you know, Thunder came back, got to overtime, Bulls still fought back, wasn't able to get it done. Levine, another bad shot at the end of regulation. You think, wow, will the Bulls win another game for the next two months? You know, it really, you know, just just watching that with my boys Coughlin, Elsie, D'Lo, we're like, wow, like this is happening. Like the Bulls somehow lost another game. Can't say we're surprised, but I, I was a little surprised. I thought they had it in the bag. But, you know, a, a pesky Thunder team looking for their first home win on the season, they just didn't give up. And the Bulls were sloppy down the stretch. Turnovers, missed free throws. So Stacey King said it best. He goes, you know, if we're going to, you know, we're going to be in a lot of situations like this. The Bulls team is obviously better. You know, we're, we're super well coached this year. And that That's obvious. But we have to make it easier on ourselves. It shouldn't come down to the last shot every game. You know, don't, don't play not to lose at the end of the game. Keep that aggression on. So next two games, we destroy Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. I guess the Mavericks just suck random games for whatever reason. We, we're 2-0 against the Mavericks this year. I, I guess, you know, have us play them in the NBA Finals. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun one. You know, we can actually beat a West Coast team consistently. But then we take it back home to Houston where, again, 17-point lead for the Bulls. Houston looks like trash. Old Depot's first game. He's going off. He's getting his, but everybody else, you know, not really doing anything. Christian Wood as well. But, of course, the Bulls blow it. They're only up by three points, 40 seconds left. Laurie Markkinen, three of his life, splash. Bulls go back up by six, win it. But it shouldn't come down to that. It should not have come down to Laurie Markkinen having to hit that shot. Because if he misses that shot, there's no doubt in my mind that Houston comes down and bangs a three. There's no doubt. But he made it, so it doesn't matter. But it does matter in a sense that every game should not come down to a last possession type game. Yeah, some are. But versus the... the the bad teams in the league, you, you, you got to put them away. You can't let them come back in. It's just, it gets to the point where it's like, how do you, you know, we're only 14 games into the season. How are you going to do this the whole year? So the Bulls, you know what? The reason I'm not, you know, I'm turning this into a positive is because they've made it up. The Bulls this year have looked very solid. They've had a tough schedule. It's, it's only going to get a little easier from here. They've had a really tough stretch the last month, but they've held their own. The Bulls are going to be fine. They're going to be competing for a playoff spot this year. I don't know how high of a seed. I'm not trying to get, you know, too excited too early. But they're going to be competing. The East is wide open for the six through eight seeds. So expect the Bulls to be competing throughout this whole year. They have heart this year. I was just saying the other day, the biggest improvement I've seen for them is they play hard. That's always been their problem the last few years is, you know, with Hoiberg coaching, Boylan, the players are obviously not on board. There's a lot. There was always a lot of locker room shenanigans going on. This year, there seems to be none of that. Billy Donovan, Billy's boys, seems to have everybody in order. You have to love what you see from the Bulls team this year, with guys like Wendell Carter, Laurie, Kobe White stepping up, Levine doing his thing. So the Bulls are going to be in good shape. I'm excited to see what they do the next few weeks. But this is this is crunch time right here. They have a game coming up against. The Charlotte Hornets on Friday, the same record as the Bulls, both eyeing that 7-8 seed right now in the East. So, huge game on Friday against Charlotte. I'm not saying it's a must-win, but it might be a must-win for these 
pesky Chicago Bulls. Riddle's rant of the week. Bang, bang, what's the hang? My Riddle's rant of the week. So it was going to be the Bulls. I got that rant out of the way, though, and I turned into a positive. So I didn't want to just single out the Bulls and say that it was one rant. I'm taking it to college basketball, and I'm taking it to the Ohio State Buckeyes, screwing me and Coughlin yesterday. We had them in a parlay. We, they were the keys to everything. They were the keys, keys, keys. And what do they do? Blow a five-point lead with one minute left. To Who else? Purdue. The Boilermakers are fucking up everything right now in college basketball. They're consistently a plus five or more spread, and they just keep winning outright. I don't know why I don't take Purdue every time. They're a weird team. That's why. They're... They're slow offensively the whole game until the last 10 minutes they have some sort of clutch chain. They don't miss. The Ohio State, so the spread was 4.5. So if you had the spread, you'd be really pissed if, you're, if you took that. But all we had was money line. Ohio State up by 2, 1 minute left, misses a free throw, gets the rebound, kicks it out for a 3, bang, up 5. You think, okay, we have it. But here comes Purdue. A little turnaround jumper, bang. And then Ohio State comes down, turnover. Purdue comes back. First three for Stefanovic of the whole game. Swish. We're tied. Ohio State comes down again. Another turnover. I mean, you're not going to win a game if you turn the ball over twice in the final 30 seconds. And then here comes Purdue. Comes down. Step back three. Ivy. Game over. We all knew it was going to happen. Purdue right now, in a humble, they're probably the hottest team in the Big Ten. Uh, so that's definitely the last time I'm betting against Purdue. I mean, I say that now. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't do it. I mean, they're consistently, you know, should have lost all these games, but they keep finding a way. Uh, so those people that are trying to find an upset team in the tournament, I think Purdue's going to be a pretty high seed, you know, 4 or 5 seed. Uh, but they they have that clutch gene. You know, it might not be pretty, but the Purdue Boilermakers are for real. They have what it takes to definitely make a Sweet 16 run. Chief or Spotlight of the Week. My G4 spot of the week this week, it's going to the title of the podcast. It's going to Chad Henney. That man right there has been in the NFL for so long, never been part of any meaningful ball until last week. His number is called, imagine being the backup for Patrick Mahomes. Chad Henney has never had to do anything this whole season until the playoffs when they need him most. He comes in, looks sloppy to start, but he gets the job done, having the run of a lifetime and then throwing that first down to Tyree Kill. Definitely earned himself the spotlight of the divisional rounds for saving the Kansas City Chiefs. They, you know, it would have been a sad way to lose the season having Mahomes go out and then losing to the Browns. But Chad Henney wasn't going to let that happen. Him and Andy Reid teaming up. Maybe the best quarterback coach and coach duo in the league. Who knows? Right behind Mahomes. Henney? Henney knows how to get it done. So it's good to know for the Chiefs that if Mahomes you know, has some trouble with, with the concussion going forward, that Henny can come in and provide some sort of spark for this championship winning team. My flick of the week this week. I'm taking to a classic. I just found it on Netflix the other day. The Departed. The Departed starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg. You cannot get a better cast than that. You, you can't. It is a movie, you know, it's, I don't want to spoil too much. It, you kind of just have to watch it. 
But ultimately, you know, it's about this mob. You know, Jack Nicholson in charge of this gang. Uh, you have guys working undercover. You know, guys blackmailing each other, you know, from the police to the mob. So, you know, a classic movie involving money. You know, can you trust, you know, a certain person? You know, so it has to go with trust, loyalty, brotherhood, all the good stuff. A great, great thriller. Uh, constant action throughout the whole time. Very well done. Great dialogue between the characters. It's a must-see if you haven't watched it already. Watch the part of this weekend. You won't be disappointed. My bet of the week this week. I've taken to the NBA, the LA Lakers against the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. I'm taking the Lakers. I took them plus one. I also sprinkled a little bit on the money line. LeBron is an underdog. I can't go against it. I know Milwaukee Bucks are good. They just came off a tough loss against the Brooklyn Nets at Brooklyn. You know, they're looking to get back against a good team, the Lakers. But the Lakers are coming off a tough loss as well. Going up against the Warriors the other day, blowing an 18-point lead. So the Lakers are hungry. You know, they've won seven games in a row on the road. They're going to have LeBron. They're going to have AD. Lakers all day on the road. I'm happy with throwing my money on the Lakers. You know, if they lose, I'm, t- you know, I'm taking that to the grave. I'm not, I won't be sad. You know, betting on LeBron, especially at plus money, it probably be one of the only times that it'll happen this year. So take the Lakers. They're going to go into Milwaukee. They're going to wreak havoc. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you don't have any plans this weekend, watch some football on Sunday. Two great games, the AFC and NFC Championship. They're going to determine who's going to the Super Bowl. So eat some wings, grab a pop, grab a beer, enjoy it. Enjoy it while we have football going for the next three weeks. I hope all you guys are doing well. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. Riddle Daddy, he's out.